Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's time for our daily tech and business report. Today we're joined by Bloomberg News Autos reporter David Walsh. The Chevy Bolt is making a comeback. Earlier this year, General Motors announced it will be stopping production of the EV, but in the company's latest earnings report, it shows it's preparing a new model of the Bolt. So, David, let's start off. What what exactly is with this turnaround? I think the, the Bolt actually sells pretty well, uh, particularly for a compact car. Americans don't really like compacts, but GM says they can't build enough of them. Uh, I think also they, they basically found a way where they can take a, a lot of hardware from the existing Bolt, put the new Ultium battery in it, and that, that battery is in the Hummer EV, the Cadillac Lyric, they can put a version of that, and, and for relatively low cost, and pretty quickly get an all-new version of the vehicle to market. So I think they saw it as a low-cost way to, to, to update the car and, and keep something that has, according to GM, despite the battery fires, uh, still has a pretty good following and pretty loyal owners. Okay, so they found a way to improve it, but how do you address the battery fire issue? I don't think they're going to talk about it all that much, actually. I, you know, I think when we, as journalists, cover recalls and, and issues like this, sort of an assumption that no one's ever going to go back again, and that's usually true for a period of time. But, you know, in fairness, everyone thought Firestone Tires was a dead brand back in 2002 or, you know, whenever the big Ford Explorer turn, uh, rollover recall happened, and Firestone's doing just fine these days. Look, there, there is an issue here. I wrote a column saying a while back that when they stopped production of the current version in December, I figured they would just let this name sort of coast off into the sunset. Uh, they could have got, come up with a new name for it. They've got some other internal combustion entry-level vehicles like the Chevy Trax. They could have put that name on it. Uh, they, there are a lot of different things they could have done, but I guess they see enough value and enough name recognition and enough customer loyalty to keep it around. Yeah, no need to rebrand then. Rebranding is expensive. Getting recognition, uh, particularly in the auto industry, for an all-new vehicle and getting people to go look at a car in a dealership can cost a lot of money. And I think they, you know, the calculation with, with brands that have had some kind of damage has always been that it, it's time, time will heal some of that, and it's easier to communicate that it's a newer, better car and different than it is to come up with a new name out of whole cloth and, uh, and try to recreate that in the minds of potential buyers something you said earlier about how gm said they they can't make enough of these well if they if they couldn't make enough of these then why were they stopping production uh well it had to stop production uh because they had an issue with the battery I mean, the battery caught on fire and they couldn't uh you know they they, they weren't going to sell any until they figured that out even once they figured it out they had to dedicate a lot of production of batteries to uh replacing the defective battery that was in vehicles on the road. So they weren't producing new vehicles for a long time. And, they, you know, keep in mind, they don't have a lot of production for the Bolt, and it's not a really, it's not a huge seller as uh, as vehicles go. They will sell about, uh, I think, 80,000 of them this year, which is a pretty good number. Um, and, you know, I, I will say this, you know, the vehicle can, you know, you can get in a pretty nicely equipped one for around $30,000. 
with the average new vehicle these days selling closer to 50000 it's actually a pretty pretty cheap option out there for somebody who needs a new car of any kind. And, and GM has a $50,000 option in the lineup? Um, well, not the Bolt, but, but they've got, geez, you know, GM's got vehicles that sell for more than 100000 Um and, and, and they've got a new pickup truck out, out now that a GMC that sells for ninety one thousand, and uh, you know the Hummer Hummer EV sells for north of a hundred thousand. Cadillac Lyric is a sixty thousand dollar EV. So, yeah, you can buy very expensive vehicles all across the lineup, and you know from that perspective, you know the Bolt is pretty cheap for a lot of uh, a lot of people who can't afford those more expensive vehicles. You know, you would think that, um, you know, especially in California where they want everybody to transition to electric vehicles at some point, and they're trying to figure out how to get lower income um, communities to, to, you know, buy into this, this would be, you know, the lower end would be a good place. You, you would have a market there. Yeah, I think there is. And I think that's the, uh, I think that the, that's the bet GM is making with the Bolt. And when they, they didn't give a lot of detail uh, when they talked about the new Bolt on the earnings call today. But what they said was, uh, they sort of hinted that they would use the existing Bolt's hardware and put an Ultium battery in there. They'll probably redesign the exterior as well. Uh, but they would get to market much faster and much cheaper. So it won't have the cost going into it that a lot of these more expensive vehicles do. And when the vehicle's already priced pretty low, you've got to expect it'll be priced somewhere similarly. And that, that is something a lot of people people can get into. Uh, you know, Mary Barra, the CEO of GM, has, has said that Right now, a lot of electric vehicles are, you know, a third or fourth car in the garage of very affluent households. You're not going to solve climate change, and you're not going to get widespread adoption of EVs selling a bunch of sixty, eighty, hundred thousand dollar electric vehicles. Yeah, good observation, David. Thanks very much for your reporting. That is Bloomberg News Autos reporter David Walsh. You can hear our tech and business reports weekdays at twelve thirty, and for more, tune into Bloomberg TV at two p.m. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 